Hey folks, welcome to Shooting Up North. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin. We're heard right here on the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're watching for the first time, please consider hitting that subscribe button. If you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Twitter at Shooting Up North, Instagram at Alliance PW Network. Feel free as well to join our Facebook group, The Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. So this is Shooting Up North's MLW Fusion Review and Recap for March 17th, the March 17th episode, which is available now on YouTube. Two matches were featured on this show. Miranda Gordy, one-on-one with Roxy and TJP, one-on-one with Buddy Matthews. So the show opens up with uh, Scott Hall graphic. Uh, so of course, rest in peace, Scott Hall. Very cool that MLW put up the Scott Hall Memorial graphic. Uh, so once again, rest in peace, Scott Hall, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, uh, as we know, passed away um, this week. Uh, then we got a recap of last week's title match between um, Alexander Hammerstone and Davey Richards, and then the Richard Holiday attack on Alexander Hammerstone, where he left him a bloody mess, he got blood all over his white suit. So we got a recap of that. Uh, then we get Richard Holiday officially opening the show uh, with a promo uh, talking about the rich history of the Grady Cole Center, uh, the rich professional wrestling history of the Grady of the Grady Cole Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, where wrestlers such as Ric Flair, legendary wrestlers such as Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes uh, is remembered uh, for competing at the Grady Cole Center. Uh, but now he says everyone will remember Richard Holiday beating Alexander Hammerstone into a bloody mess. Uh, then actually he got down on his knees and he actually talked um, to Alexander Hammerstone bloodstains that were on the floor. And uh, he said Hammerstone begged him to stop uh, the beating and Hammerstone's blood will forever stain, um, will forever stay. He didn't say stain, will forever stay in Charlotte. Uh, talk about the bloodstain on the floor, but I'm sure they could just wash that bloodstain off uh, <laughs> pretty easily. Uh, but according to Holiday, uh, the Blood will forever stay in Charlotte. Alexander Hammerstone's blood will forever stay in Charlotte. Uh, it was a good promo. Halliday cuts great promo. He's a great heel. He's without a doubt the number one heel. It's a great opening promo uh, by Holiday. Uh, without a doubt, the number one heel in MLW right now. Uh, and of course, it's well-deserved because um, he's uh, he's just absolutely fantastic. So talented. Cuts a great promo. He's a natural heel. Great in the ring. Great promo. Uh, cuts a great promo every time. So Richard Holiday, uh, great stuff here. Um, I love how he puts himself on the same level as Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes uh, in this promo, which was really cool. So the, the arrogance of Richard Holiday, how like <laughs> the arrogance of Richard Holiday uh, putting himself in the same uh, in the same breath as Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes, uh, which was um, which was really cool. So great, great opening stuff by um, by Richard Holiday. We see a large limo showing up at the arena, uh, and so the we're going to be playing out um, throughout the show. Who's who's in the limo? Uh, who's in the limo? Another limo. Another limo uh, storyline uh, <laughs> uh, developing here. So who's in the limo? They've never seen that before. Uh, so, uh, but limo pulls up. And we don't know who's in limo. We'll, we'll find out um, as the show progresses who's in the limo. Uh, so uh, we're ready for match one. We're ready for match one. Miranda Gordy versus Roxy. Uh, so I, I initially was excited about this one. I've never seen Miranda Gordy. Um, um, 
compete before. Uh, Roxy, uh, big star, very, very talented. See, seen her on uh, Impact Wrestling. Um, of course, she's former Ring of Honor uh, Women's Champion, World's Women's Champion, now officially signed with the WWE. Uh, so I was, um, I, was, uh, I was excited. I was initially excited about this match. Uh, but... Um, did it live up to his expectations? We're gonna find out. Uh, so let's <laughs> let's. It didn't leave lit up. It didn't. It didn't. I'll just come out and say right now. It didn't lead up to the, live up to the expectations. Uh, but I, I thought it was cool that Miranda Gordy was Terry Gordy's daughter, the legendary pro wrestler, legendary Freebird, and she came out to uh, Leonard Skinner's Freebird, which was really really cool. Love that song. So I thought it was cool that she came out. So initially I was like, all right, she's coming out to Freebird. It's gonna be great. And then then Roxy uh, came out, and I'm like, oh Roxy, uh, great talent there. We're gonna have a great match. And um, it all went south. From there, it all went south from there. So, um, some of the some of the some of the action that took place was early on. Gordia using her power advantage over Roxy. Uh, Roxy, uh, she would go for a headlock, and and Gordy would throw her off. Uh, Roxy would try an arm drag; it would be blocked by by uh, Miranda Gordy. So, Gordy using her power. Um, her power advantage early on. Uh, finally, Roxy was able to apply some offensive moves. Um, Gordy uh, takes over with a clothesline and a power slam. Uh, later in the match, Roxy hits some moves as well, locks on a cross face, but Gordy is able uh, to get out of it. And um, she eventually hits the what they call the Bam Bam Slam, you know, Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Uh, so um, she calls it the Bam Bam Slam on uh, Roxy uh, to win the match. Uh, that was some of the action that took place, um, of course. But uh, this match was a bit of a disappointment. This match was a bit of a disappointment. I'm sorry. I thought it was, I, I thought it was a definite lack of ring chemistry in the ring uh, between the two. Uh, which led to a couple of miscommunications and uh, and uh, a botch here and a botch there. Uh, the crowd really didn't seem to be into the match. I know at one point uh, the uh, the announcer uh, says, "Oh, uh, Roxy feeding off the energy of this crowd," but there was no energy. The crowd was silent throughout the. Maybe there was a some polite applause, but the crowd was just just not into this match, and neither was Lewis Carlin, uh, to be honest. So it was, uh, you know, the formula was simple. I mean. And it was they had a simple formula to work with here um a davy versus goliath type mat type match miranda gordy using her power um roxy the smaller wrestler trying to overcome the power of of miranda gordy uh but it, it came off clunky it, it came off clunky and again lack of chemistry between the two uh made it um made it in and a not very enjoyable match um it the match just didn't work in my opinion um again not very good not a, not a very good debut for miranda gordy i don't know if they're going to be using miranda gordy again uh but miranda gordy didn't do anything in this match to make me say oh, i can't wait to see miranda gordy again so she didn't do anything in the match to, to make me say that. And of course, Roxy, we're not going to see Roxy again uh, in MLW. So this was a one-off for Roxy as uh, she's now signed to the WWE. Uh, so I guess it's it's good that uh, Miranda Gordy, that, that they put Miranda Gordy over on Roxy. I think they knew when they booked Roxy that it was going to be a it was going to be a one-off. Maybe if they're lucky, they would get a second match from, from Roxy. Uh, but I think they kind of knew that she was headed to the WWE. Uh, so I think it was smart to put Miranda Gordy over in this one. Uh, Miranda Gordy um, 
I'm sure we'll see Miranda Gordy again uh, in in ML in MLW uh, because after the match, she says uh, she's being interviewed. Uh, she says she's not a featherweight; uh, she's a powerweight. She she put uh, other female wrestlers on notice, calling them Barbies, and then she says she's not a girl but a Gordy. Okay, so this is a Luke, uh, <laughs> a so so uh, a so so um, um, promo from. Um, from Miranda Gordy, but again, the match didn't come off well. It came off clunky, no chemistry, and um, nothing was done by Miranda Gordy, as I said, to make me say, "Oh man, I can't wait to see Miranda Gordy again." Uh, so um, we'll leave it at that. So after that, we got um, we find out uh, that uh, Gino Medina has been bonused by Caesar Duran for his vicious attack on Aramis. Um, where he completely bloodied Aramis, got blood all over his hands. A lot of blood lately. You got Aramis getting bloodied, got uh, Alexander Hammerstone getting getting bloodied, you had blood all over Gino Medina's hands, you had blood, blood all over um Richard Holiday's white suits. A lot of lot of bloody uh segments um taking place lately. But uh, Gino Medina has been bonused by Caesar Duran for his attack on Aramis. So is Richard Holiday gonna get bonused as well for his vicious attack on Alexander Hammerstone? I would assume so. I would assume so because I know Caesar Duran has an issue with Alexander Hammerstone. So I'm wondering if uh, if if Holiday is going to get bonus as well. Maybe he's been bonus already. Maybe maybe they announced. I don't think they've announced it, but I'm sure he'll. Uh, well, he did have a nice um, suitcase full of cash a few weeks ago that he was going to offer uh, to anyone that could take out Hammerstone. So uh, maybe maybe he kept the cash and he was bonused. <laughs> Maybe Duran bonus. He said, if you can't find anybody, you can keep the briefcase full of cash. And um, and uh, maybe I, well, I don't know if it was Caesar Duran's cash or Holiday's cash. It definitely wasn't a Toots cash. At least a Toots cash. Uh, but uh, but anyway. I'm sure he'll get bonused, uh, but that's not very important right now. But after that, we got uh, we got Mads Kruger cutting a promo as he challenged Jacob Fatu to a Stairway to Hell match. And MLW must have been listening to me as Mads Kruger's promo was complete le completely legible this time. I was able to understand every single word that he said. So I think they they think they're watching this show, and I think they realize, hey, Lewis is right. We you know we can't really understand Mads Kruger. So they kind of uh, they kind of cleared up his voice. So you could kind of understand what he's saying. Uh, so um, uh, the promo was much clearer and much more understandable. And uh, he challenged Jacob for two to a stairway to hell match. Uh, then we find out uh, that Gangrel is coming next week. Gangrel coming next week. Can't wait for that. Uh, I believe his opponent's going to be Gnarls Garvin, I believe, his opponent. So it should be an interesting match. Big fan of Gnarls Garvin. Uh, so looking forward to um, seeing how that match um, uh, appears on uh, on YouTube. So we'll see. Um, I'm sure we'll have a we'll have a decent match between Gangrel and, and I'm, I'm almost certain it's Gnarls Garvin. It's going to be his opponent. Uh, so then um, we find out who the limo is shown again, and we find out who's in the limo. And uh, surprise, surprise, it's... Uh, it's, it's Richard Holiday and Alicia Atut. Uh, I don't know if you could call that a disappointment. I think maybe people were thinking that we're going to get uh, a new face, but uh, it's Richard Holiday and Alicia Atut are in the limo. Uh, they said they have something planned and they invite the cameraman into the limo with them. Ooh, I wonder what's going to happen. Once, wonder what's going to happen. The cameraman was invited into the limo with them, uh, so we're, we're going to we find out later on what happens. We'll get to it shortly. Uh, the fifty-one fifty Julius Smokes cuts a very um, uh, animated and intense promo. Um, 
And then we have Hammerstone uh, talking, um, a Hammerstone segment where he talks why he talks about why he got into pro wrestling, uh, pursuing the dream of his dream of pro wrestling after uh, he left the, the culinary industry. Um, this was a very good. Um, this was very good as Hammerstone was was being genuine and wasn't scripted. He was speaking from the heart, so I thought this was really good as he talked about uh, him pursuing his dream as a professional wrestler and some of the trials and tribulations uh, that took place um, as he tried to achieve that dream of becoming a professional wrestler, uh, which of course he has. He's very successful right now. As we know, he's the MLW uh, World Heavyweight Champion, uh, but it was a really good promo, really good segment. Uh, he came across as genuine. It wasn't scripted. So I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed the segment. Then we find out that uh, Killer Cross is coming next week. I hope his opponent is anybody but Bud Heavy. Because if it's butt heavy, it's just going to be a complete squash match, in my opinion. Just be a, a waste of uh, a waste of time um, bringing in Killer Cross. So I hope it's not butt heavy next week. Um, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. See, I, I, I said we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. So. Um, Von Erichs, uh, we get a Von Erichs medical update. I mean, they they were uh, throughout the show. They were uh, they were hyping a um, uh, that we're going to have a medical update on Alexander Hammerstone. Uh, but instead, they gave us uh, first they gave it this um, medical update on the Von Erichs who were attacked by fifty one fifty last week. Um, Marshall Von Erich has a fractured ankle. He's out three to four weeks. It's, it's kind of a speedy recovery for a fractured ankle, um, but uh, maybe it's not a bad fracture. Uh, and Ross uh, Ross Von Erich has a grade one concussion, so he's day to day. So that's that's the injury update on uh, the medical update on the Von Erichs, uh, which is interesting because he took on uh, Ricky Richard and Kerry Martin at Super Fight. Uh, well, I wonder when that match is going to hit. Um, I'm really curious about that. Uh, about that match, so um, uh, we'll. I'm sure that match will eventually hit Fusion um, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, well, it won't be for another three to four weeks at least, because uh, uh, Marshall Von Erich is out three to four weeks. Uh, so maybe within four weeks, uh, they'll come back and they'll take on the Mortons. Um, then we get Emilio Sparks. Um, he catches up with EJ Induka uh, and conducts an interview. And it's, it's interesting. Emilio Sparks is like he's got his backpack on, got a hat on, and he's uh, just just catches up. I don't know if it was a segment where he's supposed to conduct an interview or just he just uh, happened to bump into ej and duca but um he catches up with ej and duca and conducts the, an interview asks him a few questions uh, how's he doing and and duca cuts a promo on 5150 um saying you don't pay back um evil with evil you pay back evil with good uh and uh he's uh 5150's got some payback coming to them uh from ej and duca so um as we know uh ej and duca and a mystery partner versus 5150 will be coming up in um, in the next uh, few weeks on MLW Fusion because that's the match that took place at Super Fight. <clears throat> then we have um, Ichi and Duke actually. He's, he's, he, he cuts a decent promo. I, I, I kind of like the promo. Um, wasn't a, a great promo, but uh, he's 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 decent on the mic. Ichi and Duke. Uh, so then uh, the next segment, we have uh, Richard Holiday and Alicia Atute back in the limo. The cameraman's in the limo. He's all set up, ready to go. Uh, Richard Holiday and Alicia Atute uh, start making out. It uh, looks like we're going to get some sort of um, make-out tape uh, or maybe a sex tape or something that uh, uh, that they're, that they decided to uh, – that they wanted to um, – make uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not sure why, you know, Richard Holiday wants <laughs> – I'm not, I'm not sure why they would want like a sex tape to be filmed. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't really following the segment here. I'm, but um, 
I guess just to annoy people, I guess just the arrogance that uh, uh, Richard Holiday and, and Alicia Toot have, the thing that they think they're they're so good that everyone's going to want to see a sex tape because they're the clout couple. Uh, so, uh, but nonetheless, uh, they start making out, and Alicia Toot is uh, distracted by her phone. Uh, she says uh, she looks at her phone. She says um, there's something big, uh, and uh, Rich Holiday says he knows it's huge. <laughs> Which was a good line. Uh, I, I kind of enjoy that line. Uh, it's funny, funny line by Richard Holiday. Yeah, I know it's huge, uh, but um, but a toot shows Holiday the phone, and Richard Holiday immediately says, "Wow, now that's interesting." Uh, but um, but the inexperienced, I guess you could call her inexperienced Alicia Toot. Uh, well, I don't know if that's the right word. And I know she's she's been doing this for a while, but. Um, uh, maybe she just wasn't paying attention because she kind of uh, tilted her phone towards the camera and it was her uh, screensaver. Uh, there was no message or anything. It was just her screensaver on the phone. And um, it was clearly just her home screen or screensaver. Nothing was really on the phone. Uh, there was no message. Uh, but but nonetheless, nonetheless, um, um, Holiday and Alicia Toot, uh, they leave. They leave the uh, the limo, leaving the cameraman in the limo by himself. And it looks like we're not going to get that sex tape after all. Okay, so <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they leave the limo and they uh, go to attend um, whatever they have to attend to. Um, something huge has happened. Something huge has appeared on uh, Alicia Toot's phone, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out. Uh, I guess maybe next week what what that is. Uh, so, uh, main event. Main event was a match that I was really looking forward to. Uh, TJP versus Buddy Matthews. And this match, unlike the first match, this match lived up to its expectations. Well, the first match really didn't have, well, I had, I, I had high hopes for the first match. Uh, and I had really high hopes for the second match, for this, the main event, TJP versus Buddy Matthews. And this match delivered. Uh, this match delivered. TJP actually before, before the match, he cut a terrific promo before the match, talking about um, the free uh, open door free agent policy, uh, calling uh, fans um, crayon eaters, which was uh, which was really funny. Uh, but as a really good opening promo uh, from TJP as he walked to the ring, uh, and then Buddy Matthews came out. And uh, he cut a promo as well. Uh, then, then the match began. And again, this match lived up to the hype. This match lived up to the expectation uh, that I was expecting for it. Uh, we had a great opening sequence, which uh, the crowd really appreciated uh, between the two wrestlers as they exchanged moves. Um, during, the, during the early portion of the match, uh, Buddy Matthews wanted to do a backflip, and he landed awkwardly on his, uh, on his knee. Uh, and he started to sell the injured knee throughout the match. Uh, well, that, that was a storyline, was to uh, sell the injured knee. Um, I, when I say he landed awkwardly, I don't know if he really landed awkwardly. He really didn't land awkwardly. awkwardly. Uh, but um, the storyline was uh, he's going to have to, he's going to injure his knee early on. And that's, uh, that's what he's going to sell. That's the storyline. He's going to sell the injured knee throughout the match. And TJP will be concentrating on that injured knee. And that's what we got. TJP targeted the knee throughout the match. Um, at one point, TJP locked on the figure four. Uh, which must have been devastating to uh, to Buddy Matthews, but um, he didn't tap out. He withstood it. Uh, Buddy Matthews, um, after his knee was being targeted throughout the match, uh, he makes a comeback. He hits a DDT. At one point, they're exchanging blows. Uh, Matthews hit a flurry of offense. Um, at one point, he gets a two count on TJP. Uh, Matthews hits a power bomb on TJP for another two counts. 
Uh, so lots of um, great back and forth action between the two with um, Matthew selling the knee, TJP going after the knee, and the match actually finally came to an end uh, when um, TJP, uh, he hits a Mamba splash on Matthew's knee. He locks on a knee bar. Uh, Bounty Matthews is desperately trying to get the ropes, but he can't, so eventually he has to tap out. Uh, so um, TJP uh, wins the match, taps out Bunny Matthews. Now, this was an excellent main event. As I said, absolutely love this main event. Uh, Matthews selling the knee and trying to overcome the injury told a good story. TJP going after that knee uh, told a, uh, also told a great story. Uh, the, the, whole, the whole sequence of events that took place was um, with the knee, again, don't want to keep repeating myself, but uh, I... It's always a good story when when you got somebody uh, with an injury selling the knee injury, and you have his opponent going after the knee throughout the match, uh, and. Um and uh, Buddy Matthews did a great job selling that knee injury. Uh, TJP, tremendous talent. I mean, TJP can have a great match with a broomstick. Uh, the chemistry uh, in this match, unlike the first match, uh, was definitely there. They worked so well together. Uh, they produced a, produced a terrific, terrific match. Um, and it's a shame, though. It's a shame that Buddy Matthews signed with AEW. Um, while I'm happy for him, I'm sure he's getting paid decent money. Uh, it's a shame that we're not gonna, uh, we we're not. We could have had a nice little feud between Buddy Matthews and TJP. I can see Buddy Matthews trying to get um, uh, revenge on TJP, trying to get that win back from TJP. We got a series of matches against TJP uh, for MLW. Um, I think that would have been a nice little feud, but unfortunately, it's going to be a one-off match. Um, TJP going over, uh, of course, and uh, Buddy Matthews uh, in AEW land right now. So uh, we won't see Buddy Matthews back in AEW, uh, in MLW uh, anytime soon. Uh, so again, great, great main event. Uh, TJP, tremendous sound. And it was very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, at the end of the match, TJP cut a, a promo plugging uh, the New Japan Pro Wrestling Faction United Empire which he's a member of, uh, also members of the of the United Empire are Will Ospreay, Great O'Conn, Jeff Cobb, and Aaron Hanare, uh, also, um, and TJP also a part of uh, United Empire. Uh, he cut a promo um, plugging them, as I said, and and uh, he said um, the United Empire is taking over and it starts in MLW. So I wonder if that means that we're going to see um, some MLW, um, uh, of, we're going to see the United Empire, some United uh, United Empire members in MLW. I know Will Ospreay was um, was um, promoted as being as as making it was supposed to be making an appearance in MLW, but that got that got uh, squashed. I think by New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, so that. Um, because that got squashed because of uh, MLW working with All Japan Pro Wrestling. Don't know if they're still working with All Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, so um, this is a very, very interesting promo. I would love to see the United Empire in MLW. I think it would be very interesting uh, if they got like a Great Ocon. I know Great Ocon is coming uh, to um, to the U.S. Um, for a few New Japan Pro Wrestling strong shows. We'd love to see um, we'd love to see uh, Great Ocon in MLW. I think that would. Um, that would be pretty interesting if they could get a, uh, another United Empire member in MLW and team with TJP. Uh, but uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling and Impact Wrestling have a working relationship, so I'm not sure how that would factor in there. Uh, but it's very interesting that he said United Empire is taking over and starts in MLW. So we'll see if anything um, transpires, if anything um, happens. Uh, if you see any um, New Japan Pro Wrestling um, United Empire stars showing up in MLW, possibly to team, as I said, with TJP, it would be 
be very interesting. I know Rocky Romero, uh, he uh, he shows up every now and then in MLW. So um, we'll see. Maybe we'll get another uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling star showing up uh, in MLW. Um, be from uh, I would love to see Aaron Hanari would be perfect in MLW actually great great talent uh, even Jeff Cobb if he came in uh, we'll see we'll see if we get a, a United Empire member um, joining forces with TJP and MLW in the future uh, so next week we find out that uh, we're getting a, the Stairway to Hell match has been accepted by Jacob for two so next week Stairway to Hell match is the main event Mads Kruger versus Jacob for two uh, and uh, the show closes with uh, Cesar Duran saying that um, that uh, if Hammerstone has not responded to his well-being, uh, Hammerstone, actually, I'm not sure if I mentioned uh, the Hammerstone uh, medical update. Hammerstone refused medical attention. Um, 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 they mentioned it after the, the Von Erich's uh, medical update. Uh, but Cesar Duran said if Hammerstone since Hammerstone has not responded to his well-being, uh, if he doesn't appear in personal fusion next week, the title will be vacated. Um, and then Duran has this evil laugh. I'm, you know, I, I don't know if anybody else gets annoyed by the Caesar Duran segments sometimes, but I, I kind of get annoyed. I'm not a really big fan of the Caesar Duran segments, that, that goofy, maniacal, that, but, <laughs> sorry, just, just think about it. Just annoying as hell. Uh, that that goofy laugh, you know, that that crazy laugh at the at the end of the end of the show. I just I don't know if it's supposed to be annoying or it's not supposed to be. I don't know, but I'm just not a I'm not a huge uh, Cesar Duran fan. Uh, so, but but we find out, you know. But he says if the if Hammerstone doesn't show up on Fusion next week live, uh, in person on Fusion next week, the title will be vacated. So we know now that what they're probably going to do is we're not going to see Hammerstone at all. Hammer the uh, Cesar Duran is going to be looking at his watch and saying, "Oh, Hammerstone hasn't showed up yet." I'm sure how they will be involved in the segments as well. And like at the at, as at the very last possible moment, as the show's just about to close. Hammerstone will show up and uh, the the title will be safe with Hammerstone. So that, that's 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 my prediction on uh, how they're going to play this out next week. Uh, and that's it. And the show ended. And that was uh, MLW Fusion for March 17th. Again, available now on YouTube. Uh, I think it's going to be on BN Sports tonight. Uh, right now it's uh, March 19th. I think it's on BN Sports tonight, uh, but you can catch it on YouTube uh, at any time. It's available now on YouTube. Uh, so the show was okay. Um, um, the main event, as I said, was was fantastic. It was like 20 minutes long, uh, which was great. So it was a long, long match, uh, but it was fantastic, fantastic main event. Uh, again, the first match, bit of a disappointment in my opinion. I uh, wasn't really a fan of the first match, uh, but, um, but that's it. It was, a, it was a good episode. I, I would give it like a six or a seven. I would give it a six or a seven. So it was a, it was a decent episode. Uh, that main event match, like I said, if it wasn't for that main event match, if it wasn't for that main event match, uh, the show would probably get like a two or a three, in my opinion. But um, uh, but uh, the main event match was fantastic, so I'm giving it a six or a seven. All right, and that's it. That is it for um, shooting up Norse MLW Fusion review and recap for March seventeenth. Uh, looking forward to next week again. The main event will be uh, Jacob for two versus Mads Kruger in a stairway to hell match. Uh, so looking forward to that. So um, and of course, Killer Cross uh, will be um, will be appearing uh, next week. So I guess we got the three matches. Um, Gangrel, I believe it's uh, against Norris Garvin. Um, Killer Cross. Um, 
I hope he wrestles anybody except uh, Bud Heavy because it'll be a squash match if it's Bud Heavy. And uh, I think it'll be a total uh, big disappointment uh, to be plugging uh, Killer Cross and all they do is uh, put him up against uh, someone like a Bud Heavy and give us a squash match. So hopefully it's not Bud Heavy next week. And um, and the main event, the main event is uh, Mads Kruger versus Jacob Batu in the Stairway to Hell match. So it sounds like uh, we have a, a decent show next week. As long as you know, as long as we don't get the Killer Cross versus Bud Heavy match, we'll be uh, we'll be perfectly fine. So um, I'm just joking. I'm joking. But anyway, okay. So that's it. That's it for me. Uh, again, that's it for MLW uh, Fusion review and recap for March 17th. I'll be back next week with another uh, MLW review and recap. But until then, thank you very much. Take care. Bye bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye bye.